You are now tuning in to the Humble Aquarian with your host, Day 2D Quan Harris. He's going to discuss a wide range of entertainment from sports. Hi, Kike, one, two, one, two. What it do from a touchdown to a foul? Then we're going to discuss the music industry. You always wonder why most musicians are broke. We got tips to make sure you're rich. No joke. Finally, we can't forget about the television industry where the drama's too much for your mama. Seriously, Daquan? I mean, you're going to talk about my mama like that? I mean, who the hell is going to listen to the humble Korean anyways? Just tell her. Okay, whatever. Sit back, eat some popcorn, ladies, drink some wine, and spend some time with me, aka D. This is the Humble Korean, and let's start the episode, and it's gonna start right about now. Ladies and gentlemen, hopefully, you like that intro that I just dropped. This is the Humble Aquarian once again. This is your host, Daquan Harris, and this is episode number two. What it do? I know, got tired of that. But today's episode is entitled, Putting Myself Out There. Literally, I want to put myself out there. And what I mean by putting myself out there is being more extroverted and being more out there in the world. I've been, for the past six years, I've been battling through... I won't say this depression, but I've been battling through this cloud of vision in my brain that it's like, hey, you can do this, but you don't want to put yourself out there and you have talents. Why are you hiding your damn talents? And that's how I really that's a conflicting thing that I face with my brain almost every day. You know, um, if, long story short, I've been recently thinking about opening up and doing photography owning like my own little photography business, doing like more video editing, more content creating, even with this podcast. My last podcast episode I dropped was all the way in May. And I felt ashamed that I, that was my last episode of a podcast. And it really, it really showed like, why? Why did I, out of all the people, didn't really take that time? Why did I stop, you know? And I was scared to admit that it was me. It was nobody else. It was me. I was scared to, I had all the equipment. I had everything, but I was scared not to use it. I was like, nah, man, you know, this sucks. This sucks. This sucks. This sucks. I don't know what I'm going to do, but nah, man, in all honesty, I really need to put myself out here. I really do. And long story short, back in 2014, I started college. I was inspired by logic. (laughs) This is so funny. Real true story, I was inspired by Logic, the rapper, and I really wanted to become a rapper at that time because I was 18, I was a scholarship student. Honestly, my first thoughts, I was like, nah, I'm not going to go to damn college because, you know, college is not worth it, it's stupid, why would I want to go to an institution? But I guess the most high and whoever in this world who controls things was like, hey, Going to damn college for two damn years with a four-hour scholarship. And I never forget when I got that scholarship, it changed everything. And I was working. I was so excited. I was like, yo, like, I'm not, I was like, yo, if I get this scholarship, I'll be good. And I was blessed enough to get a scholarship. It was a four-hour scholarship for two years at Valencia College. Really good program that they have. I'm not going to mention it. You can go search it up on Facebook and all that. Really good program. Beneficial. Helped out a lot of people. Helped me out. And, you know, well, my college years, I was so busy with work and trying to impress friends and try to impress everybody. You know, I'm new. I'm the new kid on the block. But yet this is this is like high school 2.0. Everybody that I know went to my local high school, was there at the college at Valencia. And I was like, yo, like, damn. So my first semester when I literally got there was in the summer and only had like two. I didn't even have like two days. I think it was like yeah, we graduated on that Saturday and that Monday we started. Just the craziest damn thing. I, I didn't even have a break. And people were like, yo, I'm chilling in my summer. Everybody's chilling. Everybody in my freaking high school, my friends were chilling. And I was like over here fucking doing college work. <laughs> but those six weeks, man, it was it was a hack. They six weeks, but I survived. I was like, yo, I survived these six weeks. But I did miss my graduation. I was super scared about that. I was like, yo, I don't even know they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna kick me out. I was so scared, dog. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to do. Literally, bro, I thought my graduation was on like 
on a Friday. So I was all suited up, ready. My mom dropped me off to the college at Valencia. And I was super scared as hell, man. The graduation from my program, because once you made it out for the summer, you're officially a member. And I was like, yo, I didn't even make it. Damn. I didn't make it to that graduation. So that Friday came. I was the only person there. And I was like, yo. And I looked at my phone. I was like, yo, I got the wrong graduation date. Damn, that was yesterday. Yo, I was quiet. I didn't say a word. I was like, God, Jesus, Jesus, don't don't say anything. Just make it. I didn't say anything. I was like, yay, I'm still here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but on some real stuff, though, to continue, 2014 was the year that I felt like I was creative. And once again, as I mentioned earlier, I wanted to become a rapper. I was so inspired by like Logic, Sullivan Q, freaking John Bellion, like you name it. I was all up into that type of music. And I was making that music. I was like, yo, I'm going to be different. I'm going to be positive. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. But as I grown older, I realized in that, in that year, things started to change. And once you're, once I look back from like 24 to 18, it is a huge difference. Like my mentality is different. I'm on a different level. Like when I was 18, man, I was like, yo, like, I'm not trying to talk to these girls. These girls don't even like me. (laughs) I'm just a weirdo. (laughs) Because that's what I've been called, like, majority of my life. It's like, you're different. You're quirky. But as I got older and older, I realized, yo, it's okay to be introverted. It's okay to be quirky. It's okay to be different. And I realized that, like, I was like, yo, that means you're paying attention to me. That means I'm not a sheep, I guess. I don't know. But, hey, it is what it is, though, right? But to continue on putting myself out there, so 2014, 2015 rolls around, 2015, was a decent year. 2015, a lot of things changed changed in my life. 2015 was the adjustment year. And when I mean 2015 was adjustment, it was adjustment year. Literally, family stuff, family issues were arising. I had, and I was still working at a job. I had to unfortunately leave my full-time job to dedicate more in schoolwork. And while I did that, there was a lot of issues within the household that I was in. Not saying my household is bad. I still speak to these people to this day. Part of my family. Love them to death. But there was a lot of issues. Kid was coming on the way. Not my child. Family member's child was on the way. A lot of things happened at that time in 2015. And I literally ignored the signs of girls liking me. Because, once again, I didn't want to take that risk. I was like, man, I have no car. I have this. I don't have this. I don't have that. Because at the end of the day, as a man, I don't want to ever come into a relationship not having the essential things like to me that would be stupid and I know like in high school that's okay but I'm like 18 and I'm like at the time I'm like 19 I'm like look she probably wants me to drive her she probably wants this she probably needs that because guess what as a man that's what you're supposed to do now it's up to you whoever listens to this you have your roles and you do you I do me right no disrespect love y'all but Yeah, like around that time, man, I was like, (laughs) what relationship? Because my main focus was passing these damn classes and then wait and take a break. For the first time in my life, I took a break. (laughs) Literally, I had no semesters off. It was just straight through, straight through the summer, straight through taking three to four classes, straight through, straight through. Dog, I was like, damn, this is a lot of damn work, man. It's a lot of schoolwork, a lot of people. They annoy me. <laughs> so 2015 was crazy. And for me as a man, I was like, yo, I had no self-confidence back then, bro. I was like, damn. None of these chicks would not talk to me. I was scared as hell. I was like, yo, what the hell is going on? But then I realized in 2015, things were things were changing. I want, And I was still rapping at this time, but then I realized as I got older, I was like, and it was a real conversation. It was like, yo, why do you want to become a rapper? And I, really, I never really thought about that. I was like, yo, I want to spit these bars. I want to rap. I'm going to get the chicks. This is how you impress the girls nowadays. Dog. I was like, damn, this ain't, this ain't no way I can do this no more. And I stopped. I was like, you know what, man? 2015, late 2015, I stopped. I started a YouTube channel. At that time, and I was like, yo, I'm just going to put out videos every single week. And then I realized 
I don't want to put out videos every single week. I don't know how to communicate people to people. I had so low self-confidence in my damn self, yo. Like, it was bad. It was bad. It was so bad that I didn't want to hang out with people. And I felt lonely. Like, legitimately lonely while I'm talking to people. And I felt dead inside. It's not them. It was just me. I felt freaking dead inside because back in those days, I did not know who I was. Like, if you ask 18-year-old, 19-year-old Daquan compared to 24-year-old Daquan now, I can tell you a lot more about myself, you know? And when I was 19, I was scared. I was scared. I was scared to talk to people because I was scared that people were going to call me weird, awkward, ugly. No, I don't want to talk to you because that's what I was accustomed to. And not not through high school because this happened like when I was younger too. But I was always the type of guy that hang out with people but didn't really get to know them. Like, you know, I was the, I was just there. But as I got older, I realized that I want to build that. I want to actually have real meaningful relationships. But as a man, I understand that I'm not supposed to have a lot of friends anyways. I understand that. And that's okay. You know, having one or two good friends for me is pretty damn fine who actually understands me. And yeah, another reason why I want to put myself out there, you know, because at that time, 2015, 2016, things were changing. Things were pacing. Things were doing. Life was a little bit different at that time. But when 2016 hit, 2016 changed a lot for me. 2016 was the year of like, holy fuck, why the hell did I went through this? I was 20. 20 years old, you know, just diddy bopping, chilling with life. Things started to change for the craziest run of my life. When I was 16, not 16, holy crap, when I was 20, in 2016, things started to change a lot. Like, literally, when I mean a lot, I mean a lot. I mean, yo, it was crazy. All I remember in 2016 was... I was in the worst state, the worst being in my life. And I suffered through, like, depression. I ain't going to flex with you. I suffered through depression. I was not happy. I was always, like, sad because in my situation, let's just put it for the further worst terms, I had classes in Orlando, and I was living in Kissimmee, and I would have had to catch the bus. And And I'm just being for real with you. I caught the city bus. Shout out to my mom, my mother. But some majority of the times just dropped me off at school. Shout out to her. I loved her. She she did her best, you know? And I have no disrespect to my mom. I still love my mom. Hopefully, if she ever listens to this, love you. Care about you. <laughs> but to continue, yeah, man, like around 2016, I was catching city buses to go to freaking classes. So I had to get up at like 5 o'clock in the morning to go to a, like an 8 a.m. class. And I lived at Kissimmee at the time, so I, I would have had to catch bus 57. And I was so scared to jaywalk in the streets because at that time, police was catching people, putting people into jail. And I see all the counties a different county than Orange, so I couldn't really, like, get away with that. But as I got older, I thank God. But now, at that time, when I was 20 years old, catching the bus, going to school, doing it. And it'd usually be like a four or five hour bus ride to home. And I just did it. And I felt so bad because I was like, yo, like, I really do want to hang out with people. But I don't have a car. I don't have this. I don't have that. And I was scared, you know. I had low self-esteem at that time because I was going through it. Imagine living so close to your school and now moving far away. Imagine everything that you could have done is being taken away. And I was frustrated. I was like, yo, like, why, why do I have to go through this? But it also made me who they, the man I am today. But long story short, 2016 was, it was crazy. And another thing that did happen in 2016, literally, like, as I mentioned, I had no breaks. So I was still going to school, like, all the semester. So imagine going to school from summer, fall, spring, summer, fall, spring, just all over again, right? So... And at that point in time, I did not want to take out a loan because I was like, hell, I'm broke. I have no job. I'm applying for all these places. I got a job at this one place. They never called me. Never called me in like two weeks. And then 
when I quit, I just quit. I was like, yo, screw that. Like, you're not even paying me no money. Imagine 20 years old, trying to reach out for sources. People don't want to help. I was at the lowest point. I felt like I was at the lowest point of that year of my life. And I never want to go back to that. And I pray that I never do have to go back to that. But yeah, had no job, stressed out. Everything was going downhill. Like I lost friendships. I lost people that I really trusted. And I really started to do self-inventory myself. And it was hard for me at the point. I wanted to go back to a lot of dysfunctional relationships that I had with other people. I was scared. And once again, that was the conversation of, I was scared to put myself out there. And I was like, yo, what the hell? And then after I graduated from the community college I was in, I went straight to university. Now, mind you, me going straight to university, my mom was kind of like my chauffeur. She was taking me places. And I was scared to like catch buses that I did not know. And I went to the orientation. I felt so bad. And the lowest point as, as a man for me, I felt like, is when your parents have to go and pay for your bills. Like, I felt so, ba- I felt so bad about that. Like, you know, I'm like working. I'm applying for jobs. Nobody don't want to ever call me back. I physically went to these places trying to get interviews. They'll be like, nah, we ain't going to get an interview with you, bro. You seem like you're a good kid, but nah, we're going to hire this girl right here or this guy or this person because this person's better. You feel me? But at the end of the day, man, I was like, yo, what the hell's like, why I'm going through all this, right? And let me just say this. When I went through that, dog, it was like the worst part of my life. Yo, I was like, yo, this ain't going to work out. And at that point, I was just stressed out. I literally was at that place where... I was like, screw it. I don't know what else to do. I remember I cried that night. I I never forget this night. This happened like in October in 2016. I cried and I was just crying so hard because I was so frustrated with my life at that time, man. Like I was frustrated at everybody. I was looking at everybody else's success like, damn, this person did this and this person did that. But how the hell can I not get there? I was frustrated as hell, man, at that time. I felt like nobody did not know who I was. But then I went on my, I just went in my bed, I just went in my room, cried out. And I was like, yo, I don't know what else I can do in my life. I don't know how I'm going to change. I don't know what I can do to benefit me. I don't know where I'm going to go. I don't know what direction I'm going to be at. I don't know how I'm going to get there. But all I know was I went to UCF. My first semester was the worst semester I've ever had in my whole entire college career. I flat out failed all my classes. And I was a business major, but I felt lonely in the heart. I was so scared to go all the way to UCF, catching multiple buses. And that was me. And I was insecure at that time. I was very insecure. I'm not going to sit up here and lie. I was insecure. I was the insecure one, okay? And I had a laptop, a broke boy MacBook from like 2008. I paid like $500 on Amazon at that time. My baby didn't even work that much. I had to go and search for outlets and all that. It sucked for me, man. I was like, yo, I was so embarrassed to go back to colleges and stuff. I didn't even have internet at that time, bro. So imagine... 20-year-old man trying to create his goals, trying to focus on what he's trying to do. He does not even know what the hell he wants to do. And then I went through so much hell in 2016. And I was just crying. I felt like I was lonely. I felt like nobody did not know who I was. But then I felt like 20, but then 2017 hit. I was super scared. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know if I'm going to go. And I don't know what the hell my major is going to be. Like, I'm super scared. You know, family's pressuring me left to right. I'm the first person to graduate with a college degree. And it was stressful. It was very stressful for me. I was going through it. I was going through those nights. I was like, yo, nobody don't understand who the hell I am. Like, nobody don't understand. My mom was, like, stressed me the hell out at that time. And, you know, she was just trying to push me, which now I understand. Like, she was trying to push me. But at that time, I was like, man, screw this, F this, I don't care, I don't like this person. Like, I was just mad, I was just upset because 
I did not have no confidence in myself. I was scared of myself, yo. But now, like, 2017 came around, things started to change in the best way possible. 2017 came, and I was a part of a... I was on academic probation, and I had an option. The craziest options were I can go... It was, like, four majors I could have done. And this advisor told me, like, I could do four majors. I can go to Rosen College of Hospitality and go into hospitality or the new program, Entertainment Management. Or I could stick it through through the College of Business Administration, and hopefully they accept me if I retake these three class, these two classes, but I'm not sure they're going to accept you with a D. Or go into the public, go into College of Health and Sciences and major in healthcare administration, or you can go in the ID route, which is interdisciplinary studies route. I was just sitting up there. I was scared, dog. I was like, yo, I don't know what major I'm going to do. I freaked out. And mind you, I had a one point, not even one point. I had like a 0.3, not 0.3. I'm, I'm lying. I had a 1.3 GPA. So I just switched my major. I was like, you know what, man? I'm going to give this entertainment management degree a try. I'm going to see how this entertainment management degree is going to benefit me, right? So my first semester, I get there. I'm in the meeting with this advisor who's a really nice person, and she's really a really nice person, and I'm happy that everything for her is growing at a rapid rate. I'm happy for you. If you're listening to this, thank you for being a change in my life. I went to that meeting, and I was like, yo, I don't know. I was like, this lady's probably going to yell at me. This person's going to go off on me. And this person's going to be like, look, you need to figure out what you want to do. <laughs> and I was super scared because now I'm at this new college. I don't know where the hell I'm going to go. This is like my second week at this college at Rosen. I was freaking out. I did not know what the hell I was going to do. I was like, yo, this ain't going to be a good meeting. I went to the Pfizer meeting and it was Pfizer meeting, she was just talking about why did I choose the degree? We talked about what plans. Next thing I know, I was like, look, dog, I don't know if I'm going to. Then she hits me with the, hey, she's joined, she's joined this program. And I was like, eh, I don't know about that. But then I sat there and thought about it. I was like, yo, you know what? At this moment, I should really put myself out there, see what I can do to make the change. So your boy just decided to join the program. I joined it. I was like, yo, let's see what she's talking about. And I remember joining this program, not knowing anybody and they made me feel welcomed. And I have not felt welcomed in a long time at that time. And I felt like, okay, you know what? I rock with these people. These people rock with me. We have good friendships. We have good vibes. Okay. And it really went out like 2017 to me was a redemption year. It changed my life. I was just, I was just super happy. I was super grateful. But 2017 has at that time, I looked up, I look back at it now. I'm like, yo, my life was changing. Like things were happening. Like things were happening at a rapid rate. Friendships started to change. People started to become jealous. People just didn't like me for who I was at, at that time, I guess. And there's some relationships that I will go back and try to fix. But at the end of the day, it's life. We all move on. We all do big decisions. And at the end of the day, for all the people that I've moved on from or I didn't talk to for a long time. I'm sorry. It's not you. It's just me. And I should have honestly confronted you guys about it. But at the end of the day, as a man, I got to move on. I got to, we all got to move on. We all got to grow. We all got to grow in this. You don't have to grow together. You just have to learn how to grow in distance. So a lot of love to y'all. But to continue, that's when 2018 hit, and 2018 was a better year. 2018, I actually finally got a job, and at that time in 2018, I was working at another company, and I was making money. You know, I was making money, had good connections, good everything, and I was so scared to still, once again, I still did not know what I was doing, but I knew this entertainment management degree was a part or what I was going to be today, and I was like, yo, like, come on now me doing this degree 
the classes were okay. The instructors were okay. A lot of people were decent. But at the end of the day, man, I was like, yo, I'm just trying to get this degree. I'm trying to get this paper. I'm trying to slide out of here, man. I don't know. I might get a good corporate job. If not, I got to figure out what I got to do. And that was like the mentality that I had throughout the whole entire degree. And yeah, like I will say I had a lot of more acquaintances than friendships because at that time I understood that everybody was focusing on getting this degree and sliding out of here. And that was the main thing. Even for me, I was like, yo, let's grab this degree, get out of here, have fun. 2018 was a good year. Then 2019, the year I graduated was even better. 2019 was a lot of challenges, but those challenges actually made me who the man I am. Like, I, as I mentioned before to you guys, I did not drive until I was like 23. Literally, I did not get my license until I was like 23. And I was so freaking scared to drive on the road because it's like, hey, I got, I got to put myself out there. And that's what I did. I put myself out there. I put myself out there in regards of driving because I was like, yo, I'm driving this out here, boy looking fresh but nah like it was more of like hey I gotta put myself out here and learn how to drive because one day god forbid if anything happens to somebody I know I have to be the I have to be the main one to get in the car and drive or I need to go somewhere and I don't want to be at the house or I don't want to be with this person or I gotta wait on this person now I gotta get in the car and just drive and drove off to drive that's what I wanted and at that time, I was very mature. So at that time, I understood. I was like, you know what, man? I can't, I can't do this no more. I can't go on to this, the bus. Like, you know, no disrespect to the city bus or anything. And God forbid, I pray that I don't have to go on there. But if I have to for other meetings and stuff, I don't mind it. But at the time, driving, going around the bus and catching the bus sucked for me. I was like, yo, like, I don't want to do this anymore. So I ended up getting my driver license in the summer of 2018. Well, not, not 2018, 2019. And I started to learn how to drive. I started to learn how to drive. I started to get better at driving, and I got better at it. And I actually paid an instructor who actually taught me. The last instructor did not teach me shit. Please, God, forgive me. But, yeah, that guy did not teach me anything. He basically did not want to be co- cohesive with the scheduling, he wanted it every single other week. And I was like, yo, I can't do this every other single week. Like, I have to drive. So that happened. But yeah, 2019, I started driving. I got my first car, started to do things. And 2019, I realized that I really wanted to become the, a photographer slash content creator once again. It came up in my mind, but I was like, nah, you know what? I got college. I got schoolwork. Scared to put myself out here. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to come back. I'm going to take a break. I'm going to come back, and we're going to talk about more about this, all right? So here goes some music while I'm out.
enjoy the songs that i just play if you want to ever check out that artist that artist name is laxity l-a-x-c-i-t-y he is a very dope artist he is from the uk and i really like his music he's pretty different and shout out to him if you ever listen to this too shout out to you but most importantly to continue on back to the topic on hand which is putting myself out there the reason why I know we were talking about before the break that I took is that we were talking about 2019 and how I wanted to create my own business. Yeah, I was actually pretty scared to come out and create it because I was looking and I was comparing to everybody else's Facebook. I was like, oh, dang, this person's super talented. This person has this. This person has that. Dang. What about me? What about me? Why I'm not putting myself why I'm not putting content. I have all the gear to put out content. Right. And then I sat there and think about it. And I was like, you know what? Maybe it's just not my time just yet. I've always felt like my time is going to come. But then I realized I waited for like six years, bro. It's not going. You have to go out there and take it. You have to go out here in this world and take things. And I realized that. And I was super scared. I was like, nah, I'm not going to take anything. That's, that sounds stupid. But as I got older and better, I was like, yo, I got to take it. This is an opportunity for me. I got to do it, you know, not only just for myself, but 
I just want to make sure if I ever do have kids or a wife that they're, they are left to something. They left to a legacy. And that's the main important thing for me as a creative person. I realized as I got older, I don't care about the numbers. I don't care about the statistics anymore because the numbers, numbers don't lie, right? But people do. And people can manipulate those numbers if they wanted to. They just have to find different ways and stuff. But for me, not only applies for my business, also in like 2019, I was a little bit afraid to go out on dates, you know? So chicks would like me on Tinder. I don't even know why Facebook have a dating profile, but hey, it is what it is. Chicks like me on there too. I was just afraid to talk to him because I'm usually the type of person like, nah, I don't want to talk to these girls first because that make me a simp. And I don't want to be a simp. But then I realized I was like, does that make me desperate? Does that make me not desperate? How would I know? How would that change? So I sat there. I was like, you know what, man? Screw it. I got to take the risk because if I don't take the risk now, five years, 10 years down the line, which life goes by so fast after you hit 18. I can't even believe I'm 24 right now, but yeah, like literally after high school, any kid who's younger, who are in school right now, after high school, life goes by so fast. Like you'll snap your fingers just like that and it just goes by so fast. You won't even recognize what age you are. That's how crazy it is. And that's the crazy part about it is that time is inevitable and I can't take away that time. And the crazy part about all that is it's, yeah, like like I said, there's a lot of things I want to do this year. There's a lot of ventures that I have that I'm planning on doing for this year, not only for me, but I really want to take this podcast to the next level. I really want to bring on guests, which I'm going to eventually do, eventually, until I start building up an audience, start building up what you guys like, but also what I personally tell you guys stories of. Because at the end of the day, you're not only inspiration, but this is my this is my safe haven, you know? This is kind of like my medicine in a little way, just to express myself. Because once again, I don't. I'm. I guess I'm not really that great at expressing via visual. That's why I like to do it better the auditory way. Because at least you know who I am, and I don't have to really struggle out or do this or do that. And that's what I want to do. I want to bring different people on, different backgrounds, different everything. Make this show very diverse into entertainment, not only in, in entertainment but in life. And really, we're talking majority on this show about entertainment business and what I think or what other people think that should happen, which if you haven't really watched, if you not watch, but if you haven't really listened to the first podcast, I highly recommend you do. It talks about the future of the entertainment industry. It talks about how I feel about companies should go and how companies should do things. I think it's a really nice catch. You should check it out sometime. Advertise myself there. <laughs> but in all honesty, just putting yourself out there makes it better. Like you will gain that confidence. And I realized that when I started to be more, a little bit more social or be a little bit more open up to people, I started gaining more confidence. And that's the main reason why you should. But also as I understand as an introvert, I still watch over people. I still watch what people motives are. I'm not gonna put myself completely out there, but I'll put myself out there so people know like, okay, he's here and he's having input and he's gonna put his input into this conversation cool he seems nice whatever yada 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 and sometimes even when i talk to people i have an ability that i can be extrovert if i really need to but i don't try to match people energy no more because i realized when i got older when you match a person's energy they're going to try to exert it and they can see through the cracks and most of the time us as introverts we just sit around and we wait conversations are deeply i like to talk about deep stuff i don't like to talk about no point of no disrespect, but I don't want to talk about this this freaking team for 55 years ago and how we're going to help this team and help this guy. No, let's talk about like real stuff that's going on to our world. There's a lot of stuff going on in our world, which we'll talk about in probably in the next few episodes. But just to continue on to the story, yeah, putting yourself out there is a great thing, and you have to, have to, have to, have to. Because at the end of the day, we all have to move. We all have to do things that we don't want to do. And I'm not saying compromise into those things, but I realize in life you choose sizes. You have to choose a side. It is what it is. If not, that's okay. And I'm the same way. I'm the same way. Honestly, I'm the same way. Take back what I just said. Don't choose a side. Be yourself. Create your own side. And that's how I feel about things. However, 
I would like to say, for me as a guy who's never been in a relationship before in his whole entire life, from my perspective, I've really messed up a lot of potential relationships just because I wasn't committed or I wasn't like, I was into the person, but I realized at the end of the day, how would the person make me look? Like I was going through, like I said earlier, a little cloud in my head for many years, but I finally got out that cloud. I realized that that cloud was blocking my vision. And sometimes you have to appreciate the rain before you see the sunshine. And that's just true. Like. The rain might be temporary pain or little long-term pain, but once you see the rays coming out of that sun, that's hope, that's sunny, that's things that you can build on. That's something that like, wow, I did not even recognize that the rays of that sun is giving me life, it's giving me hope. And that's what I feel like now, like right now, it might be a little bit cloudy. It was raining, it was storming, but it's cloudy. And now those rays are hitting. They're hitting through. I still see the sun. Once the clouds completely move over, yo, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. The sun's here. I'm better 100% to myself. And, you know, I realize, even with me, I'm becoming more and more aware of situations and certain things. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to do this or I'm not going to do that. And I think that's another thing with us introverts is that we're always... People always think we're to ourselves. We care about ourselves. We're so cold-hearted. We're not really cold-hearted. We care about you. We just don't show it all the time, but we really deeply, deeply care about you. And I think that's the most important thing with me. Like, I care about people. I might not show it. I might not be like, oh, whatever. It is what it is. But I really care. I really do. But at the end of the day, we as humans, we grow. We develop. We take time to really focus on the most important things. And like I said, putting myself out there is just not only my business that I want to do, also that comes into dating, that comes into everything in life because at the end of the day, I want to take that risk. Because if I don't take that risk, like, dude, I'm going to be like 55, relaxing on a beach. Probably like, dang, I didn't, I didn't talk to that chick when I was 35. I could have really been with that little chick. I'm just playing. I could have been with that chick. She was hot and nineteen. In 2020, and now it's like 2042 or something. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, this actually happened. But uh, in all honesty, that's why I say take the risk. Even if you're listening to this, if you like a chick or the other way around, if you like a guy, take that risk. Take it. The worst thing a person can say is no. And at the end of the day, there's many people out here for us. Like, literally, I'm a true believer that every guy and girl in this entire world has a special mate if not it's not meant to be but i believe in my heart not in my heart let me screw that in my spirit i believe in my spirit that there's a companionship for everyone you just have to go out there and find it and if you don't find it they're not going to come to you just like i've learned that i learned i can't just sit around and expect people to talk to me i have to go out there and make that effort because at the end of the day as a man I have to. I have to make these efforts. I have to put it in. I have to put the work in because guess what? There's a lot of ventures that, as I mentioned earlier, that I want to do. And there's a lot of ventures that you possibly want to do. I know you're probably listening to this podcast and you're thinking, how can I contribute off of doing what you need to do or putting yourself out there more? First and foremost, yes, even if you're an introvert or even you're a shy person, at least try to do a challenge that breaks you out of it that forces you to do something that you have never done before like going like if you really like an example since of late i've been writing ideals of what i'm going to talk about on these shows on these podcasts and episodes that i like to do every single week i do that it's breaking out of my comfortability because honestly i don't talk a lot i really don't i'm a introverted guy i'm quiet i'm shy i'm reserved and that's just who i am that's just my personality and that's the crazy part about it is that this is my personality. This is something that I personally, who I am, like, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm not going to fake around because at the end of the day, I'm not going to adjust my character for anybody else. Even if it's the richest man in the world walking next to me, I'm not going to switch up my attitude. Why not? And I'm, I'm the same way at work, too. At work, I'm very reserved. I'm very quiet, but I do speak to my coworkers. At least I do have those conversations so they make, that I make them feel like they're important. 
But at the end of the day, do I talk to him like about life and all that? A little bit. But I don't get into deeper conversations. I don't get into that let's be family, but I still talk to him. I can go and ask him for advice or anything else. And sometimes they come up to me and they speak to me and they ask me for, I guess, a little words of wisdom or a little bit of nuggets, you know. But that's what I'm saying. Like this right here, just putting yourself out there. Don't don't be scared because the more scared you are, the more time you're going to waste in this world. And don't do that. Like I wasted I feel like I wasted six years of potentially becoming a millionaire. I don't even care about the millionaire, but potentially impacting more people. And I waited and I'm not going to wait anymore. This world is crazy, it's cruel, it's bad, but we have to go and take it. We got to go and take the opportunity. We got to reach it. Even if you fell a million times, there's always a great time. And one thing that Gary Vaynerchuk said, and it was really important, because at first I was like, you know what, man, Gary Vee, he sounds like the motivational guy that keeps on talking and talking and talking and talking. But I, I watched a video that was really important to me before, as I closed out to the show, is that I was watching a Gary Vaynerchuk like series on YouTube and he really brought out a video. It was like a vice for every 20 years old. And he was like, after you graduate from college, you have a 10 year window to take the biggest risk of your lives. He's like, yeah, you can play it safe, but you can be around your parents and get that perfect job, get this and get that. Or you can do something that you really love, something that you put time in and something that you keep on working harder and harder and harder every single day. And put that time in, live cheaply, live with five, six, seven, eight, ten roommates if you have to, just to have that feeling of freedom, have that feeling of you going out there and chasing that dream. And it really hit me because I was like, wow. I never really thought about that. I never really thought about taking that risk because at the end of the day, look, if I lose, there's other ventures I can go into and do it again. It's all about getting back up from the fight. That's what makes you a great boxer. That's what makes you a great fighter. That makes you a great person because everybody talks about the success, but they don't talk about the work about it. They don't talk about what goes on behind the scenes. They don't talk about the hours that you put into the work and the craft. And I'm a true believer that 10,000 hours is going to work to master a skill. But that really hit me, furthermore, that really hit me because as I was graduating, I've always said, like, this might be the perfect time for me to go out here and explore. I'm young. I have no kids. I have a great family. I have great support system at my home, all that. It's time for me to go out here and do something to make a change in the world. Because, like I said, I don't want to be stuck. And being stuck is the worst feeling in the world. Being stuck is the worst feeling that you can ever have. And I've already felt that before in my life. I don't want to go back to that point in my life where I felt stuck. I felt like I have no purpose. I felt like I was nothing. I'm something today. And it changed. And like I said, all it takes is not even the one person or two people just growing and growing and growing and keep it making it happen. Because to be honest, you're the one that can make the difference in your life. You're the ones that people are looking up to. And it's crazy. Even for me, the craziest moment, and my brother even told me this, I was like, what are you talking about, bro? Like, you're, you're wilding. But he was like, hey, you know, his um, wife, which is a.k.a. my sister-in-law, their cousins are looking up to me. I was like, what? You playing? They're like, nah, bro. Like, they really look up to you. They like, they're like, yo, like, they really look up to you. You doing big things, man. Like, you're going to college. You're doing all the schoolwork. They're appreciated of you and your words. And they're actually listening to your advice. I was like, man, you wilding. But even with that, like, I never felt that and I was like, yo, like that's deep. That's real for me. Like, wow, I never expected that. And that really made me sit back and think, like, wow, people actually care. People actually care about what I'm doing. People are actually watching. And sometimes in life, you don't have to show off what you got. And that's another thing, man. I never understood it, but I understood it now. Like a life lesson I learned when I was eighteen. Well, actually nineteen was I was showing off what I had, like I was going to the store buying all these fancy shoes, all this stuff, just trying, just trying to impress some chicks, you know, just trying to get the digits and, you know, <laughs> you know, um, in the most appropriate words of my boy SpongeBob SquarePants, he was trying to get Missini cheeks, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, cheek cheeks. I was trying to get those digits in the cheeks and, 
yeah, I realize why I was wasting all my money on that. Like I could have saved it, put into like a bond or four one k. Well, not in four one k. I put an IRA. Which, by the way, IRAs you don't get taxed when you retire. Do not get the traditional R. Get a Roth IRA. I'm sorry. Get a Roth IRA. Okay. Don't get a traditional one. But just to continue on all that. Yeah, like literally, um, that really like motivated me to go harder and just do better things. But yeah, man, don't get distracted. And we got to be focused. If the more we're focused on our goals and dreams and aspirations, we'll get there. It just takes time and it takes us putting in the work. Like I said, my work is, is noticed, but it's not noticed enough at the point I felt like, right? But your work will ever, somebody's watching you. Somebody is watching you some way, somehow they're watching you. I don't know what it is, but they're watching you. Just like me. Somebody's probably watching me right now. I was like, wow, you're doing this. How could you? But at the end of the day, this is the Humble Korean. This is your host, Daquan Harris. Hopefully, you guys have a great night. And like I said, go out here, live large, chase your dreams, no matter how hard it is, no matter how hard the day can be. Just go out there, grab it, just grab it. And also, hopefully, you guys learned a life lesson today through this podcast. And once again, my name is Daquan Harris, the host of The Humble Aquarian, and I will see you guys next week.